Hey guys, welcome to Future Creatures PTF. I am one half of your host, Jordana, and I am here joined by my other half, Sam. Hello. Hello, my spooky friend. How are you? I'm good. I was I, I binge watched Seinfeld last night when I was drunk. So uh. I was just gonna say that's totally Seinfeld. And that's mm -hmm. the one thing I know from Seinfeld. Yeah. Uh how are you doing? I'm I'm well. <laughs> Say that as I like joke. <laughs> I'm well. <laughs> I know. I told I just told Sam like two minutes before we started recording that I actually am not sick. Holla fucking Luya. And then I choke on some spit. So there's that. Yeah. yeah. So enjoy this episode because seven days from now you will once again have a cold. Uh yes, it's, it's gonna be <laughs> stress cold. Who knows with me? But other than that, what have you been up to? Um not, I mean, not a ton. Uh, like, like nothing out of the ordinary. I've been watching some stuff that I think the show, uh, specifically for this episode. Um, uh, so I, at the top of the show, I've got to just, I, I've got to tell you, I, I want to hear the story. You have you ever heard of those, those Reddit posts where they're like, uh, "Am I the asshole?" or whatever? Yes. Okay. There's, there's an actual show called am i the asshole and it's on i think it's on tiktok so it must be like an actual show of some somewhat yeah like a podcast or something so yes so i've been telling everybody the story because i personally find it hilarious and so and the people's reaction has ranged from like dude you're an asshole to like no you're you're, you're good uh and i'm like i gotta save it for for the show yeah. so i'll i will surmise it as quick as i can this happened this week I got home from work and Deanna's like, you better watch your dog. And I'm like, what happened to my dog, Ripley? And apparently we had left like a tray of chicken that we had like cooked like the night before. But like it wasn't like bones. It was just like the breading, but it had tinfoil on it. Well, one of the big dogs got and pulled the tinfoil off. And Ripley is the little one, but he's also the most aggressive. So he apparently got the bulk of it and he ate it. Oh, no. So I was freaking out. You know how I am with the dog. I am yes. obsessed with this dog. Yes. yes, I'm obsessed with this dog. So I immediately call the vet and the vet's like, honestly, foil is pretty common for dogs to not like it's part of their diet, but because it, it's what we wrap food in. Yeah. Oftentimes dogs do eat it. And they're like, honestly, kind of shreds apart like paper. You know, it is very flimsy. They're like, just keep an eye on them. They're like, but if you are freaking out, you know. Uh, you can, they're like, we recommend getting him a can of, um, hundred percent pure pumpkin. Oh, um, and you, you feed him that cause it like helps ease their digestion, pushes things out and just helps. So I jump in the car. I drive like 70 miles an hour to the, to the grocery store. I literally run to the, the, the aisle, get the, the pumpkin come run out. I, I do the self checkout and then I'm, I'm at the, the exit and there is two doors, exit doors, yep. one of which is out of commission. It's got a big sign that says, uh, you know, not working or whatever. Yeah. The other one, there is like a 60-year-old man standing, and he's got his cart. Like, he's literally in the doorway. Like, like half of his cart is in, half of his cart is out. Yep. And he's talking on the phone. Oh, God. And I'm sitting there and I, and all of this probably took place in about 15 seconds, but I'm there, the, the man's here, I'm here. And then there's a family behind me. I wait about 15 seconds and then I try to go out one of the entrance doors, but it physically won't open. And like 
parental instinct or whatever just took over me because I am not this type of person. But I literally just yelled. I'm like, you got to move. And I grabbed his cart and I just pushed it back and I shoved it to the side. And then I literally sprinted to the car and drove and drove home on like an adrenaline rush. And I was like, like the whole way home, I'm like, I'm like, I, you know, I hadn't, it hadn't sunk in what I'd really done yet. And I'm just like, fuck that motherfucker, fucking old fuck. <laughs> I'm crying. Uh, so that, that's what I'm up to these days. I'm shoving old men's carts. I can see you totally just being like, yeah. And then like in the car being like, fuck And I, I, I could feel the family behind me, like judging me. Like, yes, I did it. Okay. But like. It's your dog. And I would be the same goddamn way. I'd be like, get out of the way. I would flip. That's so inconsiderate. Even if there was no emergency, that exactly. is so inconsiderate to plop your ass in an exit and just fucking talk. Yes. And that's exactly like where I'm at. Like, I, I, in a non emergency situation, that would have infuriated me. Like, I hate when people break just like the, the basics of society that we all have agreed to live upon. Right. I, I probably would have given it a minute and then I probably would have just maybe said something at that point. I probably like, would not have screamed it or physically moved his cart, but like, that's yeah. what, that's what I'm doing these days. So that's what I'm up to. What are you up to these days? Well, we had a similar, like, just, uh, I guess it's like a reality check. Oh, I'm, real quick. I'm, yes. Update. The dog has not, he never once didn't take a shit. He's totally fine. <laughs> I, I was going to say, I'm so glad because I know that Ripley is chewing his bone and he is such a good boy. And I'm glad that everything is good to go yeah. because like chicken and and like and like chicken by itself with like bones and tin foil, It's just you panic because they can't say anything. You know what I mean? Like having an animal is one of the hardest things, because if something like that happens, you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I will no. say he, he, for like two days, he like was taking like dumps that looked like the most fucked up Christmas ornaments I've ever seen. But like it, after that, he was fine. <laughs> Good. Out of the system. And he's probably just like, I probably will do that again. I oh, will. he would do it in a heartbeat. A heartbeat. Yeah, I know. But like, you just, you got to love dogs. They're so great. Okay. Sorry. I just wanted to give that update because I don't want people to be like uh, listening and be like, well, what the fuck happened to the dog? <laughs> with Ripley, is he fine? No, yeah. I, I totally get it. And that I hope that asshole's listening because next time move and don't be <laughs> inconsiderate. Um, but speaking of inconsiderate, I'm, I'm like a pretty polite person. Like if someone opens the door in public or when we're out, thank you. You know what I mean? And kind of would expect even like when people let you go a wave, like, thank you. It's yeah. the common decency thing to do. So Greg and I, uh, made a, a an exciting trip to to New York City, even though there was like um, uh, not a, a, a state of emergency because of the flooding that was going on. Yeah, I, that was crazy. The videos I saw, I couldn't like. So I went to see Queen Herbie, mm -hmm. and of course that I mean, and I'm not the like the day that we're leaving because I I was oblivious to it. People are se sending me stuff like, oh, this is this is Brooklyn, and I'm like. Well, it looks like I'm not going to the fucking show and I'm messaging people. I hope you're all right. Like, are you doing okay? And and it was just like, it's really bad. But the hotel room was already paid for. Like we had no refunds. So we're like, well, just we'll make a night of it. We'll go and hang out in the hotel and get some food and, and have drinks and, and what have you. 
So there's me, I'm all depressed thinking that I wasn't going to make it. And I know that sounds extremely selfish because it was a state of emergency and people were, you know, up to their ankles or knees with water. But then miraculously around the time that we were getting ready to leave, people are like, it's not bad. Just take the bridge. Don't, or take, I didn't realize so many bridges were in New York city, but like take this bridge to this bridge. Don't do the tunnel. And when we got there, it, it was like, everything was okay. But anyway, the, the point of the story was when we were leaving the hotel, this woman, we opened the door for her and she just and walked past. And I was like, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> like, <laughs> you don't need to you don't need to be a bitch because I could have just let you try to open the door with your suitcase and your luggage. Like, isn't that the stereotype of New Yorkers, though, that they're all rude? Well, it was Jersey. So I guess it kind of applies ah. as well. <laughs> I just, I think that's the stereotype is like for people who live in New York City is that they're rude. Like my city, Chicago, we're all supposed to be like loud, drunk assholes. Not that far off. Uh. (laughs) Yeah, but like, I don't know. I'm just the type of person that like, just be be nice that someone did something for you. I don't know. That's how my grandparents raised me. But it just, the way her face was, she's just like, I'm like, bitch. (laughs) I 100% get that because I I tend to be like in a social sitting setting with strangers like I'm always like beyond polite like I I mean I at like even like at work I'm constantly like I'm just I'm trained my 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 thoughts to be like when I'm speaking on the phone to like clients or whatever I'm always like sir 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 and I've had people be like stop calling me sir like I don't want you to call me sir and I'm like I'm sorry sir like, <laughs> like it's in bed some people have actually called me rude for it like calling people sir and ma'am they're yeah. like well, that could be taken offensively I'm like my grandmother god rest her soul taught me that was like the polite thing to do when you're speaking to your elders is, is call them sir and and ma'am like I mean I know nothing other than that being polite but some people just People like are n- people are nuts though, and then they'll get offended by anything. I had a customer one time. I like had their profile pulled up. I won't say what I do, but I was over the phone with the customer, and I was like, "Oh, you know," um, I was like, "Uh, you know," and I just and I don't normally do this, but I was just like, "Oh, um, and your name is uh, Barbara, whatever." And she's like, "Yep." And then like at the end of the co- like the call, I was like, "Okay," and blah 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 blah. I'm like, you know, and uh, I'm like, uh, "Barbara, you have a great day." And she stops and she's like, "Do you?" She's like, "Do you normally address people that you don't know by their first names?" And I like it took everything in me to be like, "Well, right now I want to call you a lot of fucking names, you <laughs> dumb bitch." But like, <laughs> but, like I'm like, uh, just like, people are weird. You, you can go either way. You can be too formal. You can be informal. It's you know just. And even if you're thinking that, like I would think that I wouldn't yeah. even say it because like how uncomfortable for the other person who's just trying to do their job. Like, yeah. get a grip and like take it out on your husband. Don't take it out on some stranger. <laughs> you yes. know. Oh, I, I worked retail majority of my life and i've worked in the medical field for like the remainder and they're both very fun places to work working with the general public in in any capacity i think in any job is just a nightmare which is why i'm thrilled to not be in that field exactly anymore um (laughs) i don't talk to customers anymore i just fix their shit anyway uh (laughs) and sometimes it's like is that better i mean it is better but like sometimes i'm not the one who broke it i'm just fixing it yeah well as long as i don't gotta talk to him i don't care (laughs) but uh i love that we just had this like vent session of like assholes in the world 
we i think we just had to get so, get it off our chests you know we all we always talk about we're like we got we always want to have like a little bit of time at the beginning where we don't talk about movies or tv or whatever and we just talk about our lives and i think this is the first time we successfully did it <laughs> i know and i just want to add too that i i just can like say to everyone listening that i could literally die a happy bitch because i did see queen herbie and i cried and i booty <laughs> You were like you were pretty damn close to to, to the to the stage. I when from the photos you showed me, it was a really like awesome place in Brooklyn. And Greg is such a trooper because that's not really his scene, like the type of music, you know, music and stuff. But he, you know, afterwards said that she was because she she was like spot on with her singing. She rapped the "Look at Me Now" verse that she was famous for, like kind of catapulted her, you know, from YouTube to where she is now. And she did that with no flaws. And he was like, that was pretty insane. So it was just like such a good vibe. The crowd was really fun. And I just, I never thought that I would be able to say that, but I got to see Queen Herbie and I cried. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. And I'm glad you did. And I'm glad you got to have, I mean, you you looked like you were like fourth row. So like, yeah. (sighs) amazing and i wasn't sick and i didn't get sick afterwards so like that adds that's kind of a miracle to be honest yes because you know every time i do something i come back from a trip i'm like well i'm sick oh yeah and particularly even then particularly you're in new york you're at a concert you know there's a literal flood happening like i know like literal like the 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 back streets of like the industrial area of brooklyn like we got a parking spot right up front too which was crazy because i didn't think we'd be able to park we literally right in front of the venue we got done we walked right out went to our car and left and i say that as if it was easy but driving in new york city um i'm glad it was greg driving and not me because i probably wouldn't be here i'd probably be still stuck on the bridge no i i i literally refuse to drive in the city um luckily um because i'm about 30 minutes outside the city we have a train that just takes us right into the heart of the city like anywhere you want to actually be in chicago the train takes you there so i'm like fuck driving just get on the train (laughs) yes and and i feel like i mean it would have been nice to be able to take the subway but the way that the city is now and from what people have told me they're like do not ride the subway at the time that you would be riding because that you will you will die and i'm like okay (laughs) yeah i saw like videos of like because i didn't even know it was happening i happened to hear it on another podcast where one of the hosts is from new jersey um and he was he was talking about it so then i like googled it and like i saw the video of like uh one of the tunnels or i don't know if there is the tunnel or a tunnel i don't know i don't never been there but there was just like water like i mean it looked like a fucking like 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 a like a uh, like a water park ride just just like yes. like i was like holy shit it was from what what i saw to like when we got there it literally like just looked like after it rains and it's drying so like, you you caught the tail end of it basically yeah but like where did all that water go like i just night and day and i hate saying it like that but it's just i i feel for the people that had to pump their basements because we had friends that were going to come out and see us they they're like oh sorry we're pumping our basement because it's flooded i'm like yeah that sucks but and then i just saw on the news there was a couple in brooklyn and they were sitting on a on a bench and some dude went up and stabbed the guy and killed him like just it, it, it i like being at the city for the shorter time that we did it was fun but i just I couldn't. 
I could never live directly in the city. I I enjoy having a big city near me that I can access and pretty much any major show or concert or whatever, like it always comes to there. But I, I like having that buffer zone that I'm like where I'm still at suburban, you know, <laughs> but I can, I'm close enough that if I want to do cool shit, I can go do cool shit. Same. Well, we're not like, like not a big, big city because it took us almost six hours. Well, like four and a half, whatever to get to like the city, but I appreciate city life because we do have like a smaller city near us. So yeah. it's nice. It's it's just I'm happy in my suburban home with my little quiet neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I very I rarely leave the house besides walking the dog and working. So I don't I mean, my days of doing that kind of shit might be over. I don't know. <laughs> I know I felt like it was fun and exhilarating to do it. But like, I felt the 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 drain of it like Sunday because we got oh. back Saturday and we hung out with friends and you know did the projector movie night out back and then sunday i was like okay i'm literally dead just wiped out wiped yeah. out. Bye. i get that well yeah. have you been watching anything cool or fun uh lately that you want to that you you, you want to talk about what have you been and keeping yourself entertained with these days this past Man. week now that you asked me that i feel like i i watched the collector again I watched it for the first time last night. (laughs) Yes, and I want to know, so what did you think? I thought it was good. Um, Like, it's it's fun, but, like, I'm not the, like, a a Saw fanatic. I do have all of them because I bought the box set, but, like, one and two, I think, are really fucking good, and then the rest Mm -hmm. are all kind of, like, fine but forgettable movies. I still can see why this movie didn't get, because isn't it, it... the collector was it was written as a saw spec script or some shit like that. So from because I w- I went on Michael Myers live last night and from what I was told it was supposed to be the prequel. Okay. I guess to Saw and because the people that did a few of the Saw movies I don't think all of them did the collector. Okay. And then they did the collect. And then they yeah. were supposed to have the collected and that never happened. Yeah. So. I I can see why this one didn't get the big release and everything. Cause just a couple things like it is, it is in a world of saw. It is still less realistic where I'm like, you know, okay, this motherfucker did all this shit with nobody knowing, you know, like, I know you're telling he's cause if you haven't seen it, it's basically a guy breaks into a house and his whole thing is, he creates little traps um, in the house. And then the, the family, like unbeknownst to them, is like walking into traps in their own home. Um, except and then the part that I I guess I really didn't like about it compared to Saw, like in Saw, you you I mean, obviously are forced into a thing. Right. But you are the one who gets to make the choice whether you live or die, essentially. And this, he's literally also in the house with you, running around with a fucking shotgun. And I'm like, it kind of takes the fun out of it. It does. There's also no morality play in it. These are just normal people. While in Saw, you know, there's a morality play that they're all fucked up people. Yeah. And then it, and I'm, spoiler alert for a movie, like, it totally thinks it's good doing like the saw ending. No saw always has a bleak ending at the end. Like there's always like, you think something happened and then the music, then something else happens. And then, 
Yes. This exactly. one has that moment, except none of the payoff. And at the end of a Saw movie, all of your questions are answered. You know who did it, why they did it, and what happened. This, yeah. not a single goddamn question was answered. So I'm like, it has the bleakness, but none of the sad. It doesn't give me the, you know, I'm like, I don't have, I, I, I literally don't know what happened in the whole movie. Sorry. <laughs> no, but that's and that's that's okay. So it kind of gives gives uh Terrifier two vibes because you get all of this, right? Yep. And then at the end you think you're gonna have an explanation and then you don't. I mean, we got a half ass one in it where the guy's like he collects people and if he doesn't want you, he kills you. Okay, but like for what reason? Like, yeah, what did I do? Also, who did he collect in this movie? But so obviously the main character, uh, he collects him at the end of the movie, but the rest of everything, what do you mean he's if he doesn't, he collects you? They're all just walking into traps and dying anyway. So I don't really understand at all what's happening. And then I have seen clips and pieces of the collection before. Yeah. So I was drinking last night and I was like, fuck it, I'll I'll watch collection two. And then I or collection collectors boogaloo, whatever it's called. Yeah. And I put it on and I was like, okay, I've definitely seen this scene before with the giant spinny whatever. In the club, yes. And then I was like, oh wow. I'm like, you guys, like, you can't not compare this to Saw because it it and Saw 2 are like the same fucking premise. Oh, now we're now we're gonna do a big house, and there's gonna be lots of people inside of the uh, um, inside of the game or whatever. And I'm like, it's the same goddamn thing. And I think they were trying to like do separate and have it be like more hyper focused on maybe like the killer, maybe the collector, and not so much of like who it is. But like, if you're gonna take that angle, explain like I don't know if you heard any, anything I said last night, but give me a backstory on why he's doing it did, did he get picked on for collecting insects when he was little and then he decided to kill like give me substance and maybe that would have made the movie a little bit more entertaining it's hard to have a masked killer movie where you never find out who the mask like imagine if you're watching scream and, and you never take off the mask it would be it, it would lose that that you would be factor. furious at the end of the movie. <laughs> You'd be like, but then at the same time, I preach like I like when it's you don't really have a backstory. I liked Halloween because you didn't know what the fuck Michael was up to. I liked Terrifier because he was so you didn't know why he was there, but he was there. That's like well, a personal preference. But like, and I agree. Point, but those are also human beings. Like, like, and and right. I, I don't know. Like, this is like I, I, the other. I, 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 not, not that the collector's not a, well, he might be a fucking alien for all I know, but and his eyes. Did you see how he, his eyes were like that weird? Do you like, see who he is in the second one? I'm guessing not. No, no, I don't mm -mm. Uh, see that. That to me is a, it's like I don't need to have everything explained, like you said, like with Michael Myers and whatnot, but I have to have some of it. I need a little bit of an inkling, and you know, but boom, what he's a psycho, he killed his sister, or he killed a babysitter, and the sister, blah 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 blah. Uh, good, I'm good, that, that's enough, good to go. Now he's a crazy he person, exactly. He escaped the mental asylum, okay, cool, like we have that, but like, I don't know. I just and I'm not dogging it because I really think that the collector, the first one, is an underrated slasher, M minus like thinking about 
the logistics of it. I think it was a fun watch. I liked a lot of the kills. I liked a lot of the shots with the cat and mouse. I thought that was cool. I super enjoyed it. Like I, I'm not. I, I, I sounds like I'm shitting on it. Like I had fun, but like because I was watching it based on your guy, because I was watching you and Pykel Myers. Um, shout out to Pykel Myers. He's uh, oftentimes in the lives. Uh, but like you know, I'm hearing your guys is back and forth on it, and like the the section because I listened for probably about I don't know half hour. Um, a, a lot of the talk was was bouncing between comparisons to Saw, so that put that in my brain. And then full disclosure, just. To, throw it out here this is how much like i was into I, I, about 20 minutes into the collection i was like fuck this so i watched saw <laughs> yeah. so i watched i just i watched saw the first saw and i the whole time i was like this is a fucking great movie like this is a this is a classic movie right here yes and you're just like you appreciate it because it it gives you saw vibes but then you go to the collection and i didn't i I watched the collection. I didn't think it was great at all, like even compared to the first one, because um, it was all over the place, like all over the place. It it, it it did in the parts that I I already watched. I was already like less focused, like I was less mm -hmm. interested in what was going on. Like some, not always does making something bigger equal better. Now, in some situations, that does work. Like I. Like again, Saw, I think Saw 2 is it's neck and neck with one and that worked in that scenario. But like, I don't, I don't, I don't really know. Also, I saw a meme today that just, I, I don't know if it's old or not, but it like cracked me up. Cause I'm like, how fucking true is this? And it was, uh, I think I shared it and it was like, when they cast you for a movie that you you're supposed to lay on the floor for two weeks and you accidentally turn into a horror icon and it's fucking John Kramer from saw. And I'm like, it's absolutely true. That dude, he, he didn't have a, I think he might've had like a few lines, but as, like as uh, on the tape recorders. And other than that, he lied on the floor. They clearly did not probably ever picture that he was going to be like one of the most iconic horror figures in the world. Not at all. And I would even being like him, I would have been like, never expecting that oh he no he's like oh yeah i'm gonna just like i'm I'm basically a body double for the whole movie and then oh i'm gonna we're gonna make 10 of these okay yeah. like <laughs> i'm done i'll sign on for that but yeah. speaking of meme the one oh my god what did you put last night what it was kermit last one there's a rotten and then he just throws Yo, kermit fall. <laughs> i had to share that a i love the muppets and yeah. b i uh sometimes am it you know sometimes it'd be like that like we said <laughs> When you responded with that, though, because, like, you know, some people will see something and they'll just put LOL. I literally laughed so hard at that. And then when you're like, it do be like that. Like, I mean, I some days you're like, eh. it, it do be like that. But I'm I don't even, like, I've been watching weird stuff. And the, the only one that I will say that's important to just, because then I want to know what you've been watching is uh, the one on Hulu, No One Will Save You. How was that? Mm -hmm. Okay, again, everyone's giving it four out of five, 4.5 out of five. I was like a solid three and a half, like going to a four, and then the ending happened, and I was like, what the fuck? And then it ruined it, and I, again, I am the odd one out. I didn't care for it, because the ending, whatever. I watched the first, like, ten minutes of it, um, and then I was like, I'm too tired, and at that point, I was drunk and i was like i can't pay attention to this. i do like the actress in that um i don't know her name uh but the she's from 17 and um caitlin 
Caitlin Denver. Denver, yeah. Um, but uh, the one thing I heard because I was like watching it, and again, I, this is after watching fucking the collection or collector part of collection, all of saw a little sauce at this point. But I was like, I'm like, nobody's talking. And then I I googled it. They said that for that it's 41 minutes into the movie is the first word spoken, and then that's when I immediately went, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> and even 41 into it, I think it was like not, I think it was just like a word or it was something minimal, but there's no dialogue in this movie. I hate movies like that. And don't get me wrong though. There was parts with, with what happened that I was like, whoa. And like, I enjoy parts, but then I got to a point where I'm like, I have to hear something. Like someone has to say something like some, there has to be some sort of discussion, fucking talk. And then it went crazy train like the last 30 minutes and it just it, it, it i there was no coming back from it nothing See, was redeeming i don't think i can watch it i don't think i can put myself through i can't stand movies when there's not talking in them like mm-hmm. I, I mean obviously this is why we do a podcast we like talking we like i'm interested in dialogue but i also don't buy it i don't sorry if if the fucked up thing is happening around me when i'm working on it like my computer by myself i'm like you piece of shit mother you're telling me that my life is on the line and i'm not like oh fuck oh fuck oh fuck. like come on are you out of your mind like yeah exactly it's like not believable and like the aliens are more believable at that point yeah i mean that's like it makes me think of like i still genuinely think like ruined what could have been a amazing movie but that like knockoff five nights at freddy's uh willie's wonderlands with nicholas cage yeah i was so pumped for that and then i'm like and then he doesn't say a word the whole movie and i'm like you cast the wildest man in hollywood with the biggest personality and you were like don't talk and i was like i feel like whoever was the producer on that movie should have went to the director and been like you're a fucking idiot (laughs) But the, you know, the director probably thought he was like the most genius, creative person to not give Nicolas Cage dialogue. Yeah, well, no, I, I'm saying it right now into the camera. If you ever see this, you're a fucking idiot, whoever you are, because you had you had a, a a ten out of ten right there. And by making him not talk, it's like a four out of ten. You're like, eh, it's it's barely it's barely passable. And it's a waste. Like, not to be rude to Nicolas Cage, but you could have casted someone else. To deliver that performance and not had Nicolas Cage waste. I mean, oh, granted, that 100%. probably brought, you know, the people in, but you should have done something else. You know, should have had someone else. And yeah, and also just don't make that movie. Like I don't. Like yeah. it should have been fun. Whatever. That's a side note. No, but so other than the collector, those ones you've been watching, anything else? So I've only been watching two other things of note, uh, one of which I know you're going to want to talk about. Uh, One of which is a movie that I cannot believe we didn't. I never brought up during my comfort movies. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, that's Wet Hot American Summer. I love that movie. I absolutely love that movie. I I, I watched it and the prequel series, which I had watched um, when it first came out in like 2015. I'm going to watch the sequel series, which I've never seen. Um, but I was watching them and like, I just was laughing so hard and I love the, I love the movie and I, the, the prequel series is really good. Um, and I like, I just, I went to work the next day and I was talking to one of my coworkers who's a couple years older than me. And I was like, just like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, I was watching it just having such a fun time. And I was like, I just, I'm like, you know, 
why are movies not like this anymore? And he and just he bluntly just goes, not even not even a thought. He just goes, he goes, oh, he goes, because movies used to be funny. Yeah. And I was like, it's very blunt, but he is accurate. But <laughs> like, we, we've discussed this, and you know what? Not to sidebar, but just we watch Strays, and that is a movie that is actually funny in a crude way that we want it to be. And I'm glad that it was made because it was funny. Yeah, I, I, I want to see that. But I've heard a lot of comedians have like said that they're like happy that that movie got made because it got made with comedians voiced the dogs. They, you know, it wasn't, you know, granted Jamie Foxx, but Jamie Foxx also got his start on fucking In Living Color. So exactly. he is a comedian at heart. Like there were, but all the other dogs and actors are played by comedy people. It's not like yeah. they cast fucking Channing Tatum or, you know, uh, Jared Leto or some other fucking asshole. Yes. I've, so I've heard a lot of comedians are like, that. that's the type of movie they want to see get made because it actually cast funny people to be in it. And then it was funny from what I've heard. Who would have thought? Cast funny people and, it, it, and you get a funny movie. I know. As if it's like this crazy, like, concept, like, concept. Like, yeah. just go, like, go back to 2000 and what, five, 2000, go even go to 2004 and just kind of like do up until 2014 ish. Just take notes from that and just redo it. A hundred percent. One of the things that we were talking about, the same coworker as I, we were like, dude, like, you remember when they used to like, they would build comedy megastars. Like we they built Jim Carrey. Like, I mean, honestly, he built himself, but I mean, Hollywood got behind him and was like, we're going to make you a thing. They built him. They built Mike Myers, you know, even for a time, they built crazy fucking Rob Schneider. Like, but I'm he like, was, he's they funny. don't do that anymore, but he was funny. Uh, now he's a crazy person, but, uh, yes. <laughs> but like they, they don't do that anymore. I'm like the, the last crop that i remember was like that five to ten year period where they pumped out some some seth rogan vehicles and yes. that whole crew yes. but that's kind of gone i mean those guys i mean yes i know they just made that dumb money or whatever but that's not even close to the type of movie they were making 10 years ago yeah the one with paul dano yeah yeah about about see... the gamestop stock yes i did see that and i was like oh jesus but like They've taken the fun comedians and they've either like molded them into Marvel heroes like Paul Rudd, like just talking about what had American Summer. Like he he is funny. I love Paul Rudd, but I feel mm. like now he's taken so seriously because he's Ant-Man. Yeah. And or he doesn't get to do the funny, crazy movies. Yeah, like put him like he was even in friggin' Tim and Eric and he was Tane. He was uh like that, like the little clips of him, like watching himself nude, like it's so <laughs> ridiculous. But that's what I want. Yeah, I, I it just we, we've done episodes on it, so I don't want to go too long on it. But like, it just it, it brought me back. Like, I loved it. Like the prequel series was so fun and funny. The idea that they were like forty five playing sixteen year olds was great. Um, and I'm excited to watch the sequel series, which I've heard is not as good, but. All right, but here's the other thing, and I think this will be a great bridge into our actual topic because our topic today is going to be Ooh, spookies. <laughs> Look, at, I wear these today, but I'm like, I have headphones, so what's the point? <laughs> I wear my little ghost earrings. This is your pick. Uh, you're, you picked a, a, the paranormal. You, uh, you you titled it paranormal. Uh, is what the episode's going to be? Yes. So the other day, and I watched 
all of this in one day. It was a day off. Me and Deanna both had it. We uh, we were just not feeling it. It was a crappy day out. She threw it on. It was not my choice because I honestly made fun of it for the first two full fucking episodes. I was like, this show sucks. And then I, by the end of it, I'm like, this show's amazing. And that was Murder House, uh, American Horror Story Season 1. <laughs> yes. I love I, and it's so weird that you just said that because they just had the anniversary post. And I'm like, I want to go back and start from one and watch Murder House because Murder House is such a good season. Uh, yes, I, I don't know if I'm going to continue with the series because we we immediately then tried to watch Asylum and like for the and I don't know. It, maybe it's just the same. It's the rhythm. I'm not familiar with the series, but the first two episodes, which I'd seen episode one before. Okay. I was making fun of this show like unbelievable because the writing on the first the particularly in the first episode is fucking horrendous. Yes. And also the choices that are made sometimes are like insanity. And like, I just couldn't get over the fact that in the first two episodes, I'm like, dude, I think this dude's dick is haunted because everybody's trying to put it in him. Like, I mean, everybody. The dude from Maroon 5, right? Uh, no, I'm talking about in, in season one, Dylan McDermott. Oh, okay, okay. Dylan yes, McDermott, like, can't not get people to try and touch his dick in that, in that show. Like everybody from ghosts, living people, <laughs> men, women, they're all like, as soon as they see him, they're like, you want to go? <laughs> the man. I know. And like, to me, like, I love him in the series, but he's I just, great. He is. But like, I told, at first, I'm like, if this is all it's going to be, like, I don't want to watch smut. Like, I don't really, but then it just unravels. And, and that's, gets, yeah. yeah. It gets so good. Like, the, and that's what I, at first, I feel like the, the first episode or two, the writer or director or whatever or showrunner was just like excited that they were like, we're on FX. So like every episode, like, they said the word shit like five or six times, which I was yeah. like, okay. And then like just the overly sexual stuff. Like, I mean, granted, there's a lot of sex stuff in the show, but I mean, like literally him jacking off and crying in front of the window, which I was like, totally normal thing to do. Everybody jacks off in front of the window, standing yeah. up, totally normal. Every, it's an everyday thing. I see my neighbor do it all the time. Like, uh, come on. <laughs> but I, 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 by episode three, I was in and i fucking loved it i loved that it was i loved the concept of like you die in the, the soil you know all that shit uh i thought it was fucking phenomenal there are some rules that make zero fucking sense uh that bother me like yep. why does one ghost age and none of the others do okay and that that's a great question because it's like what i thought was when you die that's that's how you stay like yeah. that's how you are that's so that's the way it seems people- why are people aging? Why are people getting older? Because usually when you're dead, it's like that's where you leave off is the age that you died. But some are. And so the only so the, the maid ages, obviously. Yes. And then she yes. seems to have a magic power that she can make herself look two different ways. Um, whatever situation benefits her. Yes. And nobody else has that because at the end of the show, why can't Tate then just make himself look like another fucking person and be like, hey, I didn't rape your mom. Like. <laughs> I, I know it just doesn't make a there, there are some plot holes. also i am not a hundred percent certain on this but i because i've only watched the show once but i swear to god there's a, a a scene where she is outside of her school smoking a cigarette and tate is out there talking to her but then they 
uh, like an episode or two later is when they dropped the whole you oh only on Halloween can you leave the house and then I was like but he well I, I'm not gonna I'm like I'm not gonna harp on it too much but there were some plot holes I do I vaguely remember that but I do remember the whole like you you can only leave on Halloween because they revisit murder house and like other seasons which to me weren't good at all and i think they just kind of benefited off of having the murder house people because people, people probably came back to, to watch that then yes i was i was stoked because murder house is amazing but i strongly suggest you check out the second season because and and you have to give it the the first i don't even want to i don't know if it's like the first episode because i think it gets right into it but the second season is as equally intense and it's more like um oh god i don't even know how to say it without ruining it but i think you would like it they and i might continue because i did watch like half the first episode like i saw like adam levine get his arm torn off and i was like that's cool uh him. (laughs) yeah i was like yeah you deserve that for the super bowl but like uh i i don't know i i will see i my guess is is with this type of show, you have to sort of let yourself get hooked. If you, you need to get, give it that two episode buffer zone before you yeah. can really decide, because otherwise I'm just comparing it to the, the murder house, which I thought was phenomenal. But I, yeah. and I do see that from like what I, I look at lists. Most people say that I believe murder house or asylum are like the two best uh, seasons. I, I would like if you and if you. Oh, and me, someone said Coven. I think Coven won in like an award, which is crazy because I did see one episode of that that was horrendous. I know. And that's the Misty Day one where she thinks that she's Stevie Nicks. Yes. Yes. That's the one so, I saw. But just minus that out of there because it's just, I feel like it's a lot of the first couple seasons they do musical things like in Freak Show. What's her name? Does, um, um, like she sings Lana Del Rey and she's sick because she's in the circus. So it's just mm. like these episodes that are solely based on music where the, the the actors are performing it, which is totally strange and totally weird to me. But it, I feel like it's like a theme with American Horror Story up until like Freak Show. And then it kind of, well, Lady Gaga was in Hotel, but I love one to Hotel. Hotel but sounded the most interesting because I've also heard the hotel is like, closest storyline wise to murder house is what i was reading yeah and it's really gory and it's like really it's really like intense because of a lot of the things that happen but asylum is just so good because you think it's going one way you literally think it's going one way and then there's shit that happens and you're like what and i'm not even exaggerating like my mind was blown and then there was like an episode that made me feel so uncomfortable and like like sketched out my own house i don't know like i love asylum asylum is so good maybe i'll I'll continue to give it a try uh it just murder house set the bar pretty high um for a show that i didn't give a shit about and then i was like i'm in like <laughs> but i i had uh, also held off on telling you that because uh, this is i this is i would literally watch it all in one day that's how much i got going on when i'm not pushing old men around uh <laughs> I'm not verbally assaulting old men. Yeah. I love that though that you enjoyed it because it's up there for my one of my favorite shows. Yes, uh, I think it's pretty good. Um, and uh, a big big fan of the show overall. I mean, honestly, we probably could have done a whole episode on it because I have so many thoughts and questions and shit on it. But let's do that at some point. Let's like if you even if you don't go further and watch them, 
like let's talk murder house because i would love to rewatch it and then we can discuss okay i'm down for that also why did he have the skeleton makeup on in one scene and then he didn't in the other scene whatever just questions um just just continuity questions i have questions about uh you need to answer these goddamn questions and then you could just see that it's totally gone downhill because they have kim kardashian on the most recent season yeah i saw and also i will be honest i it looks too clean now if that makes Mm -hmm. sense like yes this is a thing that i truthfully believe like I think in certain movies, it's a style like the hyper stylized, like crystal clear HD, uh, 4K, everything. Sometimes it looks better, but I think most things look better in like maybe standard HD. Like, I don't know how to explain this. Like the best way I can put it is like, okay, so I'm like a wrestling fan. Yeah. I genuinely think it looks, it looked visually, it looked better in the nineties because it was shot like on film or or even or or just standard hd now it's in like ultra 4k where i can like see their fucking hairs on their faces and it just it misses it it just it's too clean looking and when i saw the and i when i saw the clips of the kim kardashian one i was like it just like it doesn't look gritty and it's a horror show it should be gritty yes and like i heard that her acting is like despicable and I've seen her act in a movie and it was fucking horrendous. <laughs> it's like, I hate being that person. Cause I'm such a Kardashian hater. I can't stand anything that they stand for. I don't understand the, I don't understand it. And I'm usually not that type of person to be, to like yuck somebody's yum, but I will not watch it because of her. I mean, also too, because it kind of American horse Story fell off the rails, like season fucking like seven or eight or whatever. But but it just sucks because there's some other seasons that are actually decent that I enjoyed. But overall, you, like you said, Murder House sets this like this standard. And I don't think you could duplicate it. It's like one of those one in a million. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, that was one where I'm like, I kind of was like, dude, I wish there was just like a season two of this, like <laughs> of this, like, you know, Tate goes crazy, ghost killer. I don't know, something like that, you know, like, but I whatever. Tate. I love Tate. Uh, I did not. Uh, I kind of felt him to be um, uh, a, a psychotic monster. Uh. <laughs> yes, and I know that sounds horrible to say, but just something about Evan Peters. Because and, and, and... he's all the women love Evan Peters. He's like the he's like the Jenna Ortega of men. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> he is he's the one that all all like every girl who's like into like spooky stuff or like uh you know they're always like an evan peters fan and i feel like he's the man he's the male version of jenna ortega <laughs> okay you are speaking facts on that but he's not my favorite a s or a h s person dandy from freak show i i don't I, i'm not allowed to watch freak show i was told um because the <laughs> Diana said that she knows what the clown looks like, and she's like, I will not watch that that show. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm like, I don't think I'm going to make it that far anyway. That's a couple seasons in, so. Uh, Twisty is fucking terrifying, Sam. Like, he puts Art the Clown to shame, and that one, that season's one of, the, like, the most glorious seasons because of him, and I love it. But <laughs> Dandy is, like, equally as evil, and he looks very good, so. <laughs> well, 
All right, then. Did also, uh, and then, uh, you know, to t- keep it in the horror family, uh, I also like that uh, my girl, uh, uh, Vera Firminga's uh, sister, is in it um, as uh, she, what was her name? Violet. Violet. Yeah, she played Violet, which I was like, the whole time I was like, the first like episode or two when I was making fun of it, I'm like, you look really familiar. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you're like, and, oh, shit. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's you are like a mini uh, Vera, so, yeah. I think she's great, and she's in Up Until Coven, and she gives exceptional performances in every season. I love her, too. She's, yeah, she's good. And Sarah Paulson. Uh, the, the, honestly, the, the cast in general was just really good. Um everybody was cast very well i can't there's not like one character that i'm like you know oftentimes on a show you're like there's usually like one or two characters where you're like nah, they kind of not right but no i think everybody did their part really well yes it's perfection but we could go like we seriously need to do an episode because i could talk all maybe i'll watch asylum and then we'll do an episode on asylum yes please because i fuck it. i love asylum it's it's so much horror it's perfect okay but anyway so off from, from American Horror Story into the paranormal realm of horror, which is a pretty like broad, you know what I mean? Like it could be a haunted house. It could be, a. would you consider a possession to be paranormal or would that just be a possession? So I had the same question. So obviously that's where it, it gets very broad. Now I will say I limited myself to ghosts and haunted houses. Yeah. However, I think some possession movies, yes, but some no. Like I don't know why, but in my like in my guts, I'm like Exorcist, yes, Evil Dead, no, and like I don't know why. <laughs> I feel like Evil Dead is more like, um, oh god, I know, and and this is where there's like those fine lines of like what we consider to be what like. Evil Dead would be considered zombie slasher zombie possession. Yeah. I mean, I guess I put it more in like the monster, just like general monster category. Yeah. And and the thing, I didn't even consider evil dead to be on the list, but there were some that I'm like, like there's mild possession. You, You know what I mean? So I'm like, I don't know if that, would fall into it so i just had my backup but i have like seven picks well i say go with whatever you want because there's one that i was on the cusp of adding and i'm like i just now decided i'm like fuck it it's enough of one and i'm going with it um which we'll do it later but um yeah i don't know it 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 is i mean paranormal i mean if you google like because i did to like i'm like is there any i'm forgetting you know i mean there's a wide net that you could cast here. I could start naming movies, but I don't want to pick any off your list. Um, but well, it, there, it, now that I look down, there is one that is like when you watch it, it is possession. I mean, it's like clearly what what transpires is possession. But it's when I looked under paranormal, it came up. So I'm like, okay, that justifies it. So uh, so, and that's why I, I think that I think possession movies are paranormal in that regard it just depends on how they're presented like i mean i think if it's presented maybe more as like a a true horror story than it is like say like again using evil dead uh one through what all of them which is presented more like a splatter gore fest i i you know i i don't know 
I don't know why, but that makes sense in my head, and and, and I, I think that's good. I th it makes sense to me, and I think that like, if anyone disagrees, that they can just, you know, put it in the comment section, and then we can have that discussion, but... I, I thought you were going to say, put it in your butt. <laughs> yeah, you can suck it. <laughs> just uh, take that and shove it up your butt. <laughs> oh my God, real quick, speaking of butt. Speaking of butt, okay. Speaking of butt, uh, John from Dewey Pod Monster um, sent me a trailer of a movie called Butt Boy. And it's a movie about a guy that kidnaps people by sucking up, up their, his butt. This is the... <laughs> It is, is real. The, <laughs> this is a new. This is a new movie, an older movie. It's new. I have to send you the trailer. I was like... gonna say, please, after this, send me that trailer because I need to check that out. I feel like that's a. Is it a Japanese movie? No, it's like a like a an awesome looking B film. And I was like, I want to talk about like just you know how do I bring it up? And then when you said show it your butt, I'm like, hey. I well, uh, I want to check it out. I'm yeah, shocked that it's not a Japanese film because. They do crazy movies, like, you know, everyone's seen, I think, the clip of, like, the girl who farts people to death or whatever, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but no, it's not, and it looks, I plan on watching it this weekend, and I'm going to drink, and I'm going to partake in a little other recreational um, fun You're going to be in a good mood. Yes, so I cannot wait to watch it. But anyways, let's, let's dive into our list, because I feel like we're going to have some fun things to talk about. Well, before we do that, can we talk about the genre as a whole? Yes, please. Because how are your, what are your thoughts on the paranormal genre as a whole? Like, are you, is it like, where would it be in your level of interest? I love a good paranormal. Like it, it's one of those movies where I know, or it's a, a subgenre where I know it's just a movie, but it gives you that sense of like being a kid again, where you're like, oh shit, could, you know, this happen out of a movie and you start hearing sounds in your house and you're just kind of like geeking yourself out. I love paranormal. I love hauntings. I love um, possessions. I like quirky ones. I like dark ones. It's one of my favorite subgenres. Okay. So, and, and okay. I'm actually glad because we might be a little different here. Oh, I, now there are ones that I love. The ones on this mm -hmm. list, I love. But as a whole, like on average, like a, a like a paranormal, spooky movie, like a, a haunted house. Here's what I like. I think they're here's why I I both like them and dislike them on whole. Now there's classics and there's great ones, yes. but there's there also there's a billion of them because they are cheap to make, yep. and they're easy to make, and they oftentimes make money or are at least profitable. So the thing about it is, is why I like them is that there's something comforting is that I can go through. I know I could go on any streaming service. It doesn't matter which fucking one yep. right now. And I could find one that I've never seen before and I could put it on. And at the minimum, it's going to give me what I expect, you know, jump scares, you know, maybe eerie atmosphere, spooky, whatever. I, mm -hmm. I, I like having that comfort and knowing that I can get that, but I oftentimes feel that they are cash grabs that aren't truly all that great. Um, and, but that being said, there are some that I think are phenomenal, but I do find that there's so fucking many of them. And a lot of them are pretty basic. I love that you brought that up. Cause that is true. There's, that's why like, 
when we decide, well, we, we discussed doing this one, I'm like, there's so many, but like, I picked the ones that to me stood out that actually had like an effect on me, like, oh shit, I think this is good. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. And, and, and like, kind of sat with me because there's a ton that I've seen that I'm like, okay, I've seen this type of found footage style with this like spirit that's summoned. You know what I mean? Like, we, we've seen it done how many times? How many times can you do it? How many times are you going to recreate the jump scare? the same the same shit like you said it's a cash grab but when you do it right it's 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 gold you know what i mean like when you when you when it hits you the right way you're just like yes yeah and even the ones that are cash grabs aren't necessarily bad like i still get like i know what like if i jump into you know something i know what i'm usually getting into and there is like something somewhat comforting about that like just especially if you're kind of like i don't really feel like being super engaged i kind of just want something on yeah. you know you can always there, there, there's no shortage of uh spooky haunted house movies that you can find and who i mean and got a haunted house is it's one of the it's it's one of the horror classics for a reason yeah exactly and i think that's an, an, another reason why i love it so much is because i think that's an easy gateway into horror like mm -hmm. you know what i mean like there's very particular specific subgenres like torture porn. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, what I can never say it. What's the Italian style? Jallo. I can't say it either. Yes. Jallo. Jallo. Yeah. The G word, the G word. <laughs> and there's <Fulci>. like, the, <laughs> but there's like the paranormal where at any age you could introduce someone to it. And that's another thing that I, kind of enjoy because if you don't really want to scare the shit out of someone you can show them one but if you really want to scare the shit out of them you can show them the other i and well think of it this way the uh, most kids movies that are also scary movies or at least in like that horror early genre they tend to go with the paranormal side because i think that it's 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 easier like you don't have to make it as you can still make it fun like like you know like most Disney movies, oftentimes, like for Halloween, there's they're they're telling ghost stories and stuff like that. And uh, are you afraid of the dark and and like yeah. stuff like that for kids? Like I I think that the paranormal genre offers a a much bigger scale that you can kind of slide the dial from easy to intense, uh, and you know find your entry point with. So I think it is a great entry point for for uh, new fans and kids yeah. specifically. And I think it's perfect that we do this during the, the spooky season because I this is the time that I like to watch these movies because you know me, I watch horror 24-7, 365. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, this isn't like, oh, I'm going to start watching more horror movies. I'm just going to keep living my life. But I like paranormal around this time because mm -hmm. I think it's in the mood for Halloween. Oh, 100%. 100%. I'm, I mean, I'm absolutely sure that's why Deanna threw on American Horror Story the other day. So... I love uh, that she did that. Please tell her, like, thank you for me because I'm so <laughs> happy that you guys watched it. I will let her know that. Yes. Um, okay, I think uh, this is your idea for this episode, and I spent a lot of time giving my thoughts on a 13-year-old television show. So, <laughs> so if you'd like, can you start off with give me uh, – and also, are, are is yours ordered or is this just a, a non – because – for me, th there's there's one movie that instantly, boom, number one, and then everything yeah. else just kind of is there. <laughs> yes. Well, for me, I was like, I had my number one, and then I'm like, God damn it, because 
I told you what I was doing. And then that kind of popped in. And then I was like, but here's the, so I have like a lot of honorable mentions, but I have like a solid top three. So we're going to do our top three um, and then uh, time permitting, however much time we have left for the listener, we're going to then maybe talk about some honorable mentions. We're absolutely positive that going to go off on some sort of tangent at, at some point and end up God knows where um, back to butt boy. And then, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think, uh, would you want to start off um, with your number three favorite uh, uh, paranormal movie? Yes, and I got to pull up the date because I'm horrible with foreign films. But so this this one kicked out one of my honorable mentions, and I'll just say it: it kicked out uh, Dead Silence for number three because I really enjoyed Dead Silence. Okay, um, I, I don't know if that's on your list. I have not seen it uh, since it released, but when it first released, I saw it and I did not like it. Oh, um, I don't know if that is. A controversial thing. I know that James Wan has came out and said, I think he's disowned the movie. So I don't know. Oh, really? uh, it's he said that the that movie was the, like the one time I think so, something along the lines of that movie was the one like after the success of Saw. Um, yeah. And I think he did one other movie before that. This was like the movie that was like more or less given to him by whatever studio. And he's like, that was the one and only, that was the first and last time that I will ever let a studio tell me what the fuck I can and can't do. So I don't know. I know he is not a fan of the film. <laughs> of course, it would be in my fashion to pick like the worst of, a, you know, James Wan's catalog. But, but it maybe it's good. I don't know. I really liked the whole Mary Shaw thing. And I like the doll. That's all I'm going to say. We, we won't go too much into it because it's in my honorable mention. But. Wait, I want to get to real quick because okay. yeah. the, I, I, and I will rewatch it because I have heard this. It has some fans. The literal only thing I remember about the movie, because this is like, we're talking like Hollywood video blockbusters when I saw this movie. Yeah. Uh, I rented it from there. Um, it's like, I remember there being a scene, I want to say like in like an opera house or some shit. And there's like a wall with like hundreds of dolls on it. Am I making that up or is no. that, yeah? Okay. All right. That's the only thing I remember about the movie. And Donnie Wahlberg's in it. Didn't even know that that the fucking new kid on the block was on was in there as well. <laughs> he was the cop and he was ridiculous. But there is, yeah. I thought you were gonna say the scene in the opera house where the they're doing the um the puppet, because that scene is so intense and it's so creepy because Mary Shaw, like, she haunts my dreams, and Greg like purposely paused it on DVD. And then, like, in the middle of the night, so when I woke up and I saw, like, static, like, light, I looked up and I sat up and it was her coming out from the curtain. I was like, ah! And I thought Because <laughs> you know so much it scared me. So, there's that. But. I I will, uh, I will have to, I will I have to give it a second viewing. And you gotta, I mean, I know you'll be honest with me, but you, you'll you see the cheesiness of why I like it. But anyway, so my number three, and I won't go too far because it just went off on a, a, no. a dead silence tangent. Go, go right ahead. Let's fucking let this rip. Okay, so it's a newer movie, and it's newer to me, but it is just the epitome of a paranormal movie, and it's uh, 2017's Terrified, and it's on Shudder, and it's an Argentine film. Um, so it's all subtitles, but this movie, Sam, I'm not even kidding you. The first time in a long time that a movie scared me, continuously scared me, visuals were perfect, storyline was perfect, uh, pacing was perfect. It was just 
<laughs> well, I'm looking at a pretty fucked up image right now, so I can tell you that much. It's so good. And it was uh, done by, written and directed by Demian, Demian Rugana. Um, and it's just, so it's a neighborhood. And it starts off and one thing happens. And then they kind of like talk about the thing that happened. And then another house is is experiencing stuff and then another thing happens i don't want to give too much away because i want you to watch it and not really know too much about it yes oh my god so fucking good and of course it's a shutter original you know i'm a whore for shutter yes i i'm a big fan of shutter this shutter original the fact that shutter's out there fucking making movies like that's that's wonderful <laughs> It is, and they have, in my opinion, they've been the most consistent uh, people to put out originals. Like, because all of the the ones that they put out, I I I love them. I think they're great. So, um, I highly recommend that one, especially now that it is October and it is spooky season. If you want something that you've never seen, and shut the lights off, don't have a drink in your hand or food on your lap because you will literally, I screwed. Greg was upstairs and I fucking screamed at one of the jump scares. And he's like, what? And I'm like, you got to see this. And he came down and he's like, whoa. And he wanted to watch the movie. So I restarted it and it was so good. Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't know much about it, but I will say if you Google it and hit image search, you get two things, the cover and the other is a pretty fucked up image of, we'll just say a kid drinking a glass of milk. Uh, <laughs> and that that whole that whole storyline because it, it it's all together, but it shows it chops it up, you know, as individual. But that storyline in particular, oh my god, it gives you like like even talking about it gives me goosebumps. Like it's so fucking good, <laughs> it's so good. I will now with it being on Shutter. There's almost a guarantee I will get to it because you know after a while you run out of stuff to watch. So I'll get to get to it on, on Shutter eventually. Also. There's also now that they've announced that the new Joe Bob season, I think, is going to be like 33 episodes long. There's a good chance he'll fucking do it. So. <laughs> True. I didn't. Well, that's 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 fun. Yeah. So he's they've I think it's like 30 to 33 episodes they're doing. And instead of doing two movies a night now, they're just doing one movie a night. Um. Yeah. So but still that he's going to do like it's a month worth of movies that are but they have to be on the shutter catalog. It's a good yeah. chance he's going to get to it. <laughs> I think, I think it's just, it's so good. And I hear a lot of people talk about, like it was on the 101 uh, most scariest moments on their special that they had. So I hope he well, picks it. I, I, I hope so too. Cause then I will for sure watch it. But if not, I will try attempt to get to it. Cause I've just never seen it, but I know you've mentioned it and I've heard other people mention it as well. Yay. I'm glad that we started off strong with a number three. So what is your number three? So I'm going to be just honest here. I went into this. A, I gave myself the caveat of uh, no, uh, I went no possessions. I just went straight spookers and uh, haunted houses. Mm -hmm. um, and I also am going in and I'm not, but we, I've talked so much on this show about my love of uh, the conjuring universe so I, I'm I'm eliminating any conjuring movie. Honorable pick. Just two is the fucking best. One's really good. Yeah. I there's a lot of good movies in that franchise. Um so just I eliminate and I'll just also be fair on that in general. Anything made by James Wan, I like. 
but I've talked about it, so I'm not putting it as a pick. <laughs> we'll just go yeah. from there. Yeah. Um, so some of these movies are going to be uh, a little, you know, different, I would say. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, my favorite Stephen King adaptation, uh, which is not one of his most popular, but I love 1408. Oh, John Cusack. Yes. Um, so for, oh, what's up? I haven't watched that in so long, but that's a great pick. Yes. So I really, really, really like, uh, uh, 1408. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's, uh, it's John Cusack and Samuel L. Jackson. Um, and basically Cusack is a guy who goes around and he stays in the most, uh, haunted places in America. And then he writes stories about them. Um, and he's pretty much all but said, like, there's no such thing as ghosts, and this is all bullshit, and he's really jaded, uh, except, of course, he finds the run that is haunted. Of course. I fucking love John Cusack. He's one of my favorite actors. Um, uh, I think I've told you how much I love the movie Say Anything, so I've been a big fan of his. I really like this one. I love, like, I fuck it. It's old. We're talking spoilers. Yeah. There's like a part in that movie that's so Stephen King that it's just I love it. So he gets he's trapped in a hotel room is he can't get out of this room. Mm -hmm. But the laws of physics don't apply in this fucking thing. So there's like a 30 minute break. I don't know. Okay, maybe not that long. I don't know. There's like a maybe a 20 minute break in the movie where he like towards the end of the movie where he escapes and like it shows his life like doing mundane things like going to the post office fucking paying bills he's been out for months and then like i don't and then he slowly starts to realize that he's never escaped and he's all he's still in the fucking room so i, I and then like the ghosts start like mocking him even more which is like and he really loses his shit but i love the concept of like fucking with you like we're gonna fuck with you but we're gonna fuck with you for a month straight and make you think you're out and i love that i just i really really like it yeah. uh i believe it's stephen king he said it's his favorite adaptation he thinks it's the one that of all his movies that have been made it's the one that got like the tone and the feeling that he was going for best for whatever that's worth but i really really like that movie that's a compliment too coming from the master of horror you know what i mean like that's a pretty hefty compliment well again yeah, for someone who's had a god knows how many movies and tv shows made about his shit you yeah. know and he's probably at this point used to people fucking up his shit so not not even if they fuck it up i mean most of his adaptations are pretty well received but you know that doesn't mean that it's exactly how he pictured it you know in his head exactly because i mean like it's an adaptation so it it, it you know perceived and 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 they're form or whatever but i don't know that's such a good pick because i feel like no one really ever talks about that movie but i really enjoyed it when i watched it and and that's kind of what i why i threw it on there it, 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 it is it a perfect movie absolutely not but it, like an eight out of ten i think is, is is fine i i saw it in theaters i own it um it's a it's a I, I, it's also a very simplified movie which i kind of like that sometimes in horror because <laughs> while the majority of it does take place in a hotel room, it also like he ends up in the ocean at one point. And, you know, like there's, it, it, it also like, there's like this fun otherworldly aspect inside this room. Um, and then also Samuel Jackson's in it just being Samuel Jackson and he's fucking awesome. So yeah. I mean, anytime Sammy J is in a movie, it's like, even if you get 
when he gets eaten by sharks. It's oh, wonderful. Chef's kiss. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So if you haven't seen it and you're a, a ghosty fan, I'd say it's a lesser known one these days. Um, and uh, if you like Stephen King, I would go check it out because it's one of his less talked about movies. Yeah, it is. I, I, I feel like I like it, never, ever really hear anyone talk about it. So get this movie out and have people watch it. Yep, I think I think I think people will enjoy it, especially for the holiday season. It's a great it, it's a great fucking pick. I think I might actually like rewatch that either tonight when we're done or this weekend. It has something that I think about constantly. So I, I mean, I smoke when I drink. I do, mm -hmm. and I there's a a thing in that movie where he he's he hasn't had a cigarette in like twenty years or something. But he always keeps this one cigarette that was his last cigarette, which has to be the stalest cigarette on the planet. But he has to. But he he he, he keeps it because it comforts him. And like, uh, you know, but and he's in a stressful situation, so he's constantly mm -hmm. fighting. Like, also, like, like, is he going to smoke it or not? And like, there's a scene at the end of the movie that I mean, without giving too much away. You could pr probably guess what he fucking does with the cigarette, but <laughs> but uh, it like it just was such a cool scene like uh that ends the movie uh with and it, it's it's fucking phenomenal uh i, I don't want to give too much away for people who haven't seen it um but it's, it's it's got a really satisfying ending that i think about every single time i'm drinking and i mm -hmm. i smoke a cigarette for for whatever for whatever that's worth <laughs> i love it it sticks yeah. with you yeah things like that because it's it's hard sometimes in para paranormal movies to stick a landing because sometimes it's so good and then when you get to the end it's like it goes off the rails and you're just like okay what was the purpose of all that awesomeness for this shit yeah it's it i will say that is a sometimes i feel like they don't know how to end these movies <laughs> yes hmm. yes but that was my number three pick jordana what is yours Okay, so I'm also gonna, I should have done this at three, like you just did, but by saying like, you know, we've discussed The Conjuring and you love The Conjuring, James Wan movies, like, and I'm gonna say that, like, of course, I think Insidious is one of the best, and I, and I, if that's on your list, I... No, no, okay. I, that's that's in the Wan, Waniverse. Yeah, yeah the Waniverse <laughs> that, we're not gonna, that we're not gonna touch on too much, but like, I think that's one of the best haunted house, haunted person uh, movies, so that was like... Of course, I thought of that. Poltergeist is another one that I absolutely love and I just rewatched. I think that's a really good paranormal movie. But like, I'm, I feel like my list is more newer movies um, to kind of just like bring a new face to paranormal. So my number two, with that being said, is another, because I'm a Shudder whore, Shudder movie, Shudder original, <clears throat> and it's 2022's or 2020's host. 2020's host okay um tell me what that's about okay so i have not seen it i can tell you that right now okay so and it's another one on shutter this one is 56 minutes and it's the most perfect amount of time to do what they did and when you read the synopsis you're gonna be like wait okay i i have seen the trailer for this because this is the movie that was made during quarantine if i'm correct right so it's all shot like on skype or whatever yeah, it's a pandemic movie through yeah. and through. And the way that they did this movie, and it's it, like when Greg heard it, he's like, I'm not watching this shit, but we just watched it. And Roz watched it. She fucking loved it. But this movie hits every single 
every single piece that is paranormal like you uh so a group of girls and their one guy friend are gonna do a seance over skype because they're all in quarantine or whatever mm-hmm. and madness ensues and i won't say what happens and how we get to where we get to but it is shot so well the effects are done so well the the character development in, in 56 minutes is mind-blowing how good it is um well, and that, that makes it pretty digestible, too, I'd have to imagine. I mean, 56 minutes is, I mean, that's shorter than some episodes of television. So Exactly. Like, some TV episodes are an hour long, like, granted with commercials, but still, like, this movie, and it delivers so many intense jump scares that my niece rolled backwards on the couch. Like, she literally, because we were all upright watching it, because it was super intense, and then when it happened, she rolled back and then popped back up. Like, <laughs> not even exaggerating how good this movie is. So that I, I, I've heard that it is good. Uh, what I think is just impressive about it is like how much fandom it has. And like you said, like the special effects are really good and everything for a movie that was shot by the actors themselves. I mean, essentially, that's the way they had to shoot it because they all they it's like filming a movie. Like I film this little part of the movie and then you film this part of the movie and then you film this part of the movie and then we yeah. stick it all together. You know, like the credit is. The credits is like the end of a Skype meeting, like by like the little dots in the color and it's their first names and it's like played by and their first name and their last name. And it's just the way that it starts, the way it ends. It's just literal perfection to me. I think it's, and again, 56 minutes. Like, I you sold me. I'm like this is. I think this is what I'm watching after we get off here tonight because I'm like 56 minutes. Because even if I don't like it, it's less than an hour, you know. And I've heard it's good, but yeah, I, I'm sold on it. Uh, I think that this is good. plus, like you said, you're going with a little bit of a newer thing right now. I also mm-hmm. want to say I think paranormal is the the in uh uh the in horror genre right now. Like if you're gonna make a movie and it's gonna go to theater and it's gonna get a nationwide release. The your your the odds of it being a paranormal movie, I think, are much better getting there than if it were, say, like a slasher or something, you know, else. Yeah, exactly. And the thing, the thing of it too is like, I love that Shutter is pumping out these movies with the the simple concept of 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 a paranormal experience, but having these different twists and take and modernizing it. And not making it like super obnoxious, but like how relatable, like we lived through a time where all we did was Skype and all we did was to communicate with people the way that they're doing it and the way that shit unfolds. And it's so simple. And and, and after like you watch it, I want to discuss it with you because it's such a simple premise, but it works. And you're just like, oh, shit, like, I, I, mean, I don't know. I, I'm down. Like I said, I, I, this is I. I I will admit that I oftentimes I tend to watch older like I tend to watch movies that are older but more way more than I watch I I think I have a little bit of like anti recency bias where like if I see a movie if I'm scrolling through and I'm like uh it's made in 2017 you say well that probably sucks <laughs> like that's like yeah. i'm like well movies suck now so that, i'm like if i can go with that or i can go from a movie from like 1994 like ah, i don't know i think i'm gonna like it so i i think i have like anti-recency bias um and i tend to skip a lot of newer movies but this one you sold me on i'm this uh, but i'm the same goddamn way because i'm like if it's anything you know, from like you said, 2017, even like 2016 on, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be even worth it. Cause there might be some cool 
things happening, but it's not going to be good. Like terrified blew my mind. This one blew my mind. And I'm like giddy talking about these movies because they're so good. And I've I can tell <laughs> multiple times because they're that good. I, See, I and that's the testament. I have to say, not just that you're watching movies again, because we're psychos and we watch the same movies over and over again. Like, I, like, like I was, what the hell was I? I saw a post that was like, what, you know, what's name a movie you've watched 20 times. And I was like, I, I have a fuck ton of movies. <laughs> like, like, like I have movies that I'm like, I may not even really like that much that I've seen 20 times. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, it's like, like Nate or uh, so natural just to throw it on. Yeah. Like I'll be like, Oh, okay. Well, yes, man's on again. It's not that great of a movie, but yeah, sure. I'll watch it. Like, yeah. Um, but uh, but what I'm saying is is that to say that about a screen time movie that seems impressive to me because I've I have seen a few of these screen time movies like I saw Missing uh, Missing was good for what it was it's the John Cho movie he's trying to find his daughter whatever um, but like I could I could never I would never watch it again because I'm like again I'm, the whole movie I'm just staring at this guy's fucking face you know yeah. like so. The fact that you're like, I've seen this multiple times, even though it's it's a COVID quarantine kind of gimmicky movie. Like, I, I think that's a, that that speaks to how good this movie is. I like want to show it to people. Like when his family comes down, like, did you did we watch Post last time? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay, well, we're watching it. And like, we're having people over this weekend, and I'm like, this would be a fun movie to watch because it's not like if the girls pop up and they see it, it's not like something that would traumatize them, but it will scare them. And cause they don't watch horror movies. So I'm like, what is a good, and this is on top the top of my list. So. I'm All right. Well, I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah. All right. My, uh, number two, uh, here, which I got to make a choice now. I know. Uh, Ah, fuck it. We got honorable mentions. I'll keep the list as it was originally written. I feel like it's a pretty basic choice, but I also feel like it is it's a it's a classic for a reason. And I'm going to go with the sixth sense. Yes. I almost uh, put that on my list. Uh, I I. I I cannot stress to people like I know it's almost become like a joke. I think if you're like under a certain age, like the sixth sense is like, it's the joke that is written about in other movies or other TV shows that I see dead people and blah, 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 blah. I cannot stress how much of a phenomenon this movie was like when this came out, it was everywhere and everybody was talking about it. Like, and universally it would I, I i don't know one person who doesn't say this is a good movie like this is a fucking great movie um and i also i mean i guess i can't really because i was young when this movie came out i don't know if if it was obvious or not but i thought the i was i was you know i didn't see the, the twist coming when i first saw it i i didn't either and then when it happened you're like oh my god because it was done so well that you didn't even pay attention to what the hell is going on. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I've rewatched it not that long ago, and like, I think you like if you haven't seen it in a while, like it's a scary movie. Like it's like I like for some reason, like looking back, I was like, I don't think of it as like a horror movie, but like there's some pretty scary shit that happens in that movie. Um, not like you know 
like it's gonna like give you nightmares but like it's uh, a, a dark movie <laughs> misha burton when she pushes the book out uh-huh that part fucking scared me because i don't even remember how old i was when it came out but just seeing her and just doing it under the bed i was like ah like that fucking scared me the the part that i always remember as a kid like that scared me i think the most was the guy at the beginning of the movie who blows his brains out and then later he shows up as a ghost and like i don't know why but like and he's he's talking to the kid or whatever and then like when he turns around and you just see like this giant fucking hole in the back of his head for some reason like that scared me as a kid like i was like that freaked me out yeah because imagine like being as a kid in that position sit like thinking to yourself what if i saw a ghost like that and he turns around his head's blown off like it's terrifying oh it's in and, and th that's the thing again I, I i think this movie's become a joke as far as like you know, like what, how it's referenced, but think about the actual plot of the movie. There's only one kid in the world who can see one person in the world who can see ghosts. And it's like a seven-year-old like, wow. and now, you know, some of the ghosts are friendly and don't bother him, but some of them are like, you know, they, they know that he's the only one who can see him. So they're going to, they, they're mad or angry or whatever. And they're going to fuck with him. Yeah. Such a good fucking concept. And then obviously the twist here you know talking about shoving things up your butt if you want if, if you think this is a a, a a funny twist uh listeners or it's a joke you can shove that take right up your butt it is one of the best twists in of i will say of all time that is one of the best twists it is without a doubt like that when that when that bomb was dropped people like it's it's crazy and it can never i don't want to say it can never be done again but something as effective as that you don't see it a lot I know there's no. been like twists, but like no one saw that coming. Yes. And I, I mean, I think it became a, a joke because a, because it is a movie that like everybody fucking saw. I mean, it was a phenomenon. Oh, yeah. So everybody knew was what they were talking about and in on the joke, mm -hmm. but then also because after the success of that, you know, then that sort of became M Knight's trademark was a big twist, which sometimes worked out. Sometimes no. didn't. I'm a big M Knight fan. So I, I don't care. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I genuinely think, you know, it, it, okay. Everyone knows what the twist is. Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. Mind blown. I know you just fucking, your headphones literally just popped off your ears. <laughs> um, But I also think that that always offers, it's a movie that needs to be seen twice yes. because the first time you saw it and you didn't know it, you were like, holy shit when that happened. Mm -hmm. And then you, it makes the second viewing of it completely different because now you're starting to be like, Oh, like this happened and this didn't happen. And you know what? No one else is really talking to Bruce, you know, like, yeah. And you're so aware and like you see it in a completely different lens. And I love that because I felt like even after I watched it numerous times, you still pick up on, on little things. things. Yeah. There's little things that like, I I've never even noticed before. There's just like, I forget, like, I, I, I think I had to be, uh, the internet brought it up. And the next time I watched it is like, there's a scene where, uh, where Haley Joel Osment is, you can see his breath and then, but you can't see Bruce's breath because like it's cold out. And I was like, that's fucking cool. Like, <laughs> and it's so simple. And the, yep. and I like thinks like that and just, and it's so simple, but for him to like have different surprises, because like you said, in most of his movies, he has like a, a reveal, 
but the way he does things, he's a, he's a storyteller man. And I love him so much because that man has so much up here and I think he's brilliant. And uh, on top of that, like Joel or what's his name? Haley Joel Osmond. Haley Joel Osmond. Yeah. Him as amazing as he was as a, as a child star, but Tony Coletti. Mm -hmm. I mean, that whole scene um, where they're talking about grandma and she's crying. I every time I watch that, I don't even care if I watch it like two times in a row. I fucking cry. It's oh, it so it gets you. Good. Yeah, I mean so everybody's. I mean, th there's a reason. I mean that movie shot M Night to superstardom, and I'm happy it did because I mean, spoiler alert for next week's episode, which we kind of decided what we're talking about, which is uh, I think we said we're gonna do alien horror movies. Guess what my number one is? I'll let you take a guess, but we'll move on. <laughs> Yeah, and I think I think we can comfortably like put a number one spot jointly to talk about it because yeah, come on out. It, yeah. Um. So, uh, that that would be my number two choice. Would be the Sixth Sense. Excellent choice. I had a feeling because I'm like I want to put that on there, but or even honorable, but I knew that that would be brought up. And that's the thing. I even like there. There's some that I was like, ah, I'm not. I feel like, you know. Like, I'm like, I know something's going to get brought up. I mean, like, I even had like this, like, pre ready to go because I'm like, well, somebody's going to fucking bring it up. I was like, somebody's going to bring up the conjuring. So, like, I had, like, this ready to go. And yes. I'm like, you know, someone's going to talk about it. The conjuring, too, has so many amazing scenes. And again, like, the epitome of a great paranormal like the shots and I love conjuring too. It's so I good. do too. And I just, as a spoiler, as a secondary thing, I'm also very upset that they canceled the crooked man. He got, he was getting his own solo movie. I, uh, I think the nun is great in the conjuring, yes, like, but, it, but I didn't like the nun, the, the actual spinoff movie. I think it's the worst of the entire franchise. Yeah. And because of that, I don't really have an interest to see the nun too. I'm the same way. Cause I did not think it was good. And Greg's like, what are you talking about? I love the nun. I'm like, Ugh. No, I wasn't. No, there was nothing. There was nothing comparable to the two minutes that she's on screen during the scene with Lorraine, where she walks. You see her down the hall and the whole painting thing. Like yeah. that is, I was expecting that. I'm like, oh my god, there's gonna be a nun movie. There's gonna be all of that happening, and there was literal nothing. Yeah, I it didn't have any scares to me, and it just felt like I don't know. It felt like boring and and like overly religious like which i get it's about a nun i understand it but like to a point where i'm like it's just it's boring and like, i just don't care like i went when they announced they were going to do a crooked man movie i was like oh, yeah. that was more exciting to me because i'm like you could go in a lot of fucking directions with that and he's a cool monster but whatever yeah i'm, I'm pissed that they canceled that too because i think that he probably would have been they would have done so much with him to catapult over the nun and Annabelle, but I think so too. Yeah, some of the Annabelle movies are okay, but some of them are fucking boring as well. The first one's actually, I think, the worst. So. <laughs> I think so too. But now that you even like we talk about the nun, I don't remember anything from the nun. Like I literally don't remember like scenes or anything like that. Nothing stood out to me, and I don't really remember any Annabelle movies. I like, the, the, yeah, they don't really stand out. There's the one that takes place like at the farmhouse which is like in the past i really i thought that one was pretty good the first movie did suck i didn't like the first one but yeah there's nothing that really stands out to me about those movies i still think the best annabelle scene is in 
um the conjuring <laughs> like yeah uh like like that opening scene is it's better than all of the solo annabelle movies um but i don't know i was excited for the crooked man i hope maybe it sees the light of day again we'll see i don't understand why it wouldn't all the conjuring movies make a shit ton of money so why why not make it but whatever because <laughs> you know it's gonna bank they know that people will go see it because if they're fans of the conjuring universe they're gonna go see it so it there hasn't been a single one that's flopped so i don't understand why they were like no 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 we don't want to make this one <laughs> all right. anyway oh well i mean i'm gonna do my number one. Ooh, drum roll well i feel like i feel like you're gonna be like wow internally sad that i picked or not sad but just kind of like disappointed in myself but i have i have to go with my heart and i have to go with my gut and that's going to be hell house llc I have to well at least I i've seen this one i've seen this one at least <laughs> i i was just like thinking what is a good paranormal with a haunted house with you know just i don't know i fucking love hell house i think that you also love found footage style movies i do and i kind of notice i mean i obviously am very self-aware of what i like but looking at my list i'm like hmm this is all like a lot of found footage stuff but i think hell house was done so well i think the simplicity of panning to the clown looking downstairs and then panning back and he's looking just all of the way the way that they're set up the bedroom scene with the girl like oh i don't know i just that one hit me in a way i told you i had to sleep downstairs because i was so afraid to get off the couch like i held i remember key. i think i was there i not there i think yeah i was there that's yeah, scary you the uh I thought it was like the ghost, but it was Sam. <laughs> no, I mean, I think I was, we, I believe if I'm correct, we were like talking the first time you watched the movie. Yeah. And I remember because here's, I mean, for anyone who if that hasn't listened or hasn't heard us talk about this before, I was like, she's, I think you were like, well, how, how's Hell House? And I was like, fucking hated it, boring as shit. <laughs> and then you were like, I had to sleep on the couch. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, Sam hates it. This is going to suck. And then I turned it on and I was like, <laughs> what? And my sister-in-law was on the other couch and she was like, damn. And then I told her, I'm like, Andrew, I have to pee, but I don't want to get up. I'm scared. And then we, the, the, it didn't, it stopped and it was like, do you want to play Hell House LLC too? And I didn't even like, I, I didn't even take the remote to stop it. I'm like, I get, yes. And then that one was fucking scary and ended up passing out halfway through it. And I woke up to the ending, and the ending was scary, and it scared me when I woke up. So, I don't know. Well, and I, they're making another one. I think it's about to come out soon, if I'm correct. Yeah, it's, it's uh, debuting on my... Shutter needs to, like, hire me. Like, I need... We need some, like, sort of endorsement by Shutter because it's coming on Shutter, I think, the 30th or on Halloween, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. I, I, I believe that is correct. And I think Screenbox has something big coming out this year on because they remember last year they debuted Terrifier 2 on Halloween. Yes. On Screenbox, which was the one day I had a subscription <laughs> Screenbox. <laughs> I think everyone did. I think everyone was like, I'm going to get this for like. But they've also got something. They, they they have a deal with something. I can't remember what I'll have to look that up. But you know what? I'll be honest. I f I fuck Screenbox. Shutter is so much better. <laughs> I don't, I, I ask people, I think pay a shutter. Yeah. 
Shutter, I I tag them all the time when I do my little clips and stuff. I always hype them up because I just love them so much. Oh, big fan. Huge fan. But um, it's an origin story. So I'm kind of excited to see what they're doing storyline wise because i mean obviously we know what's happening now i'm curious to see how they're gonna do the origin story well um, i would be happy to watch it and and uh you know maybe maybe this could be like terrifier 2 for me where i hated the first one and maybe the because i've never seen the second one um and i probably won't uh <laughs> but uh for if you are into them because i know you are I think we should watch the third one and let's see if we can uh if we can Damien Leone this shit and uh and and turn me into a fan. I I can't I feel like I just worked my magic. Not even it's not my magic, but I think it's like a one and done with you and I know that I'll probably strike out on a couple things, but uh I don't know. Maybe maybe this one will be a hitter. I would be any if we disagree, it'll be a fun episode too. So who cares? <laughs> I know it would be, but yeah, I just I, I thought about putting something like like Poltergeist as number one because that's like classic. And I keep going back to Poltergeist and I just keep saying that because I just watched it. But this one truly just sits in my heart, my black and white clown heart. I feel like I'm like oddly fixated and attracted to like black and white clowns. I mean, yeah, I mean... You know, know, Michael Myers is white face, you know, with a black yeah. suit or a bluish suit, but whatever. I don't know. What's my deal? Maybe I should like go talk to a therapist and be like, so I really like these horror characters. <laughs> I think I think you just have like Tim Burton syndrome. Like he's, you know, like he's all into like, yes, black and white stripes on everything. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to say I'm going to say that now. Tim Burton syndrome. But so that's my number one. But I, 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 I thought I had your one pinpointed, but I don't think I do. Well, it's been brought up tonight. My number one with a bullet, absolutely no question about it. As soon as you mentioned it, like it's not even a question as to what my favorite paranormal movie is. It's Poltergeist. <laughs> oh my God, Sam! Why didn't you like message me and be like? Because <laughs> I, it doesn't matter. Poltergeist was obviously going to get brought up on this episode at some point. Yeah. Uh Poltergeist is. It, it is to me the quintessential ghost movie. Yes. You get you get fun, uh, you know, like practical shit. You know, with just like the the, the shit moving around the house when they're not looking. It, yeah. and, you know I, what I like about it is, I mean everything, but yeah. it starts off as a movie where you're like, okay, like it's going to be like one of these movies where you don't get to see much at you know where you don't see anything it's just going to be like cheap things like you know stuff moving around the house and whatnot oh okay cool and then like then they're like okay now this dude's gonna rip his fucking face off <laughs> i know that scene oh my god you're gonna rip his face off there's gonna be bodies uh coming up from the ground there's yep. a really cool i don't quite know how they did it but i love the it's not CGI, but like how they made the ghosts, like kind of like how they looked in Ghostbusters where they're like, yes, it's like, oh, I don't know. How, it's like they superimposed a, a like film over it, but it gives it this cool, like wispy kind of look. Yes. Um, when it's coming down the stairs. Yeah. yeah it was coming down the stairs or, I mean, I actually, I, I clipped it because I was like, I, it's, it's like, that's what I think of when I think of Poltergeist is like, I think of that wispy effect of the of the ghosts themselves mm -hmm. and um 
and for people who maybe younger people who've never seen it before, like this is like what I'm referring to. Like, I love it. It's got, I just love the way it looks. Mm -hmm. It also, I, and I don't know if this is correct or not. This is just what I, I, I think if it didn't start this uh, trope, I think it became, it's the one that popularized it. And it's like, not just going to be haunted house, but then like we identify that it's a haunted house and we like bring a team in to like, you know, work with it. And which is like used in, I mean, that is what the conjuring basically fucking is. Right. Um, or even I like love it. Insidious. Like watching the guy whose face comes off. It's totally the dude that comes in with what's her name. You know, like the two dudes in the mm -hmm. white shirt with the tie. It's yeah. I mean, almost identical to like his presence coming in. And I think it's an awesome nod to Poltergeist. In it's a wonderful case. one. <clears throat> but excellent pick. I fucking, I love Poltergeist. And on top of all the, like you said, the effects, the scary imagery, the actors are perfect. Like uh, what's his name? Craig Nelson. T. Nelson. Yep. Like he's, he's great. The mom is great. The brother, Carol Ann. Um, what's her name? I can never say it. Ah, uh, the only one that I can name is is uh, Craig T. Nelson. The girl that this house is clean. The the lit. Oh, the the, the little the little lady with the voice. Yes, I love her. Like she's and and uh, I had um, Kevin Ketchion talking about decades of horror, and he recited the the dialogue from when she was talking about Carol Ann and how they're drawn to her, and it's like one of the most powerful presents and just everything about her delivery and like her talking and then the shot to the mom crying because she knows like how fucked her kid is in there. You know what I mean? Like it's terrifying. Yeah, it's so no, good. it's absolutely scary. And I think that, that, and that became a trope as well. You know, like, I mean, everybody has parodied the, 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 the little lady with the voice and just also like, I think just making it, you know, if you really break it down, what is happening in that movie is you're, you're really getting like just little, I don't want to say like, like, like it's almost like watching an SNL skit, you know, where, okay, the, the dad is over here, you know, ripping his face off. And, you know, it's just like little vignettes of things that are happening that are all tied to the primary story, which is getting Carol Ann back. Yep. And I love that the, it, it's a simple premise. It's just, it's a family trying to stay together as much as they can you know, and, and put on a brave face, uh, and, and get their kid back. It's fucking great. And by the way, also for a franchise, I have never watched the remake. I probably never will, but no. poltergeist one, two, and three, not bad movies. The two and three are not bad. Um, so after we got done watching that tonight, Greg's like, we're watching two because two is, he thinks it's better than the first one. It's it good. That would get the creepy guy. And, Yes, Kane. Oh my mm -hmm. God, he is—he scared the shit out of me when I was younger. But uh, Roz was such a fan of it, and she's like, "Can we watch? Can we watch two tonight?" I'm like, "No." I'm like, "We're recording tonight," and but I think we we might watch that tomorrow night. So yeah, it's a great one. And you know, here's the thing, and I, I'm not gonna like make a blanket statement about this. Like, I don't want every ghost movie to be like this. The right. the reason there are so many ghost movies is every ghost movie could not be this movie because this movie, I have to imagine, was a pretty fucking expensive movie to make. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But it was produced by Steven Spielberg. There is the rumor that he directed it in Toby because 
and Toby got because Toby Hooper did get fired at some point, but whatever. I don't care. Really? Um, so Toby Hooper, who made Texas Chainsaw, he yeah. this was his first and I think his only really big budget movie he got to make. But at some point he did get fired off the set. Spielberg, who was a producer, there's been a long rumor that a lot of people have came out and said is total bullshit, but it is out there, is that basically the rumor is, is that Spielberg was like, you can't handle this. I'm going to fucking do it. I'm going to give you credit. Don't worry. Like Toby's still credited as the director on the uh, of the on the the film. Um but uh, the rumor is, is that Spielberg actually did it. So. And, and I and I'll be honest, it feels more like a Spielberg movie than it does a Toby movie. I oh my god, exact words out of my mouth tonight because when I oh no, actually, words out of Rosalind's mouth. She said that looks like the neighborhood from ET. Mm-hmm. And I was like, very much a Spielberg feel to it. And she's like, yeah, because obviously she knows Jaws, ET, and she picked up on that. So I was like, for you to even notice that. That says a lot. And then at the end, Greg was like, wait, Spielberg didn't direct. I said, no, he was the producer, one of the producers, but doesn't it feel very Spielberg-y? And he's like, yeah. So that I didn't even know that he got fired. Or, yeah. Or any, any yeah. Other. And there, there, this is a long stay. You can Google it and it's a whole thing. Like, I don't know. I, I'm not, you know, I'm not even a biggest, the biggest fan of Texas Chainsaw. So yeah. in my gut, I like, I've always believed it to be true just because I don't personally think I've never seen a Toby Hooper movie where I'm like, wow, you did great. And especially with the simplicity of Texas Chainsaw to then go into like this movie with all these effects and crazy shit happening. I, I, uh, I don't know, man. It just, to me feels like he might've been in over his head. That's how it feels, but nobody will really ever know. (laughs) Well, it's, and it's true when you said that, because I'm like, this doesn't have any sort of like Texas chainsaw feel. And it, it did feel super Spielberg-y. So that would make total sense. And um, my mind's blown. See, I'm like a horror lover, but I don't know like a lot of details on things. I know that sounds horrible because I have access to it in my hand and I have access to like a computer, but like, when I was growing up, I, I never knew little facts because we didn't have the access accessibility. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I didn't know any of this till I, I mean, probably the Internet started. But I get into I love learning about the making of the movies and yeah. this. And this is, again, like this is it, this is a rumor there. He is credited as it. But you can for the listeners. If you don't know about it and, and you know, maybe you're going to tell me, yeah, you're fucking wrong. I mean, just you can Google it and jump down the rabbit hole of who made this fucking movie. But I'm going to say I'm the conspiracy theorist on this one. And I am with the conspiracy theory that Spielberg directed this movie. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and agree with you. And I'm going to hop on that conspiracy theory train because I felt the same as you. But I mean whatevs what did they say about rumors like a rumor to be started there has to be like a like a a sliver of a truth uh i mean i not something i researched for this (laughs) this particular one but i mean here watch here well let's just i will literally just google because i know it won't take long for it to come up but if you google poltergeist spielberg directed it's the, it's the first thing that comes up uh, uh yeah and uh 
the very first article ghost director did hooper or spielberg direct poltergeist steven spielberg actually directed poltergeist poltergeist movie stars deny rumor about steven spielberg so like it's it's out there like this is a thing people fucking yeah it's a and you know what even if it's not true it's a fun way to you know we're sitting here talking about it but something about it just feels far more spielbergian than it does hooper absolutely but i think our lists were phenomenal i think we had some great choices i do as well um did you have any honorable mentions that you wanted to to throw in do you have any honorable mentions you want to throw in because i know you had a much a list much larger than mine (laughs) i did i okay so i'll just i won't say too many but uh i put the i had on there the dark and the wicked and that okay. Is, it's also a shutter. <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't it be? But that one truly is creepy in like the exorcist realm of like a darker, like a super dark take on paranormal. Um, I love that movie. It's so good. We won't talk about that one too much, but okay. I mean, we could we could talk about them a little bit depending on how long we got here. But um, I for all right for other ones here that I uh I had on here. Um, I also really like um, really mainstream, but um, uh, I like the Tim Burton Sleepy Hollow. Um, so good. Classic story of a of the headless horseman ghost. Uh, but I think that that might overall be my favorite Tim Burton movie. Um, I don't. Um, and uh, I, I think it's just really, really good. It's not a traditional ghost story by any means, but it is a fun one. It. I love the way it's shot with the. I guess it is like the most traditional ghost story ever. It's it's like the oldest one. The headless horseman, and it's yeah. perfect. And it, like Christopher Walken, hello. Oh, with his fucked up teeth. Ah, yes. <laughs> and I love how it's shot in that dark, grainy black and white, and then it has like the red, so so bright. And oh, I just that is such a good movie. That's such a good pick. It is phenomenal. Um, but uh, let's hear another one of yours. I know you got some you want to talk about. Okay, another one is like an unknown, and it's Netflix, and it's called The Ritual. I know The Ritual. Yes, and that one, I mean, I wasn't sure if it fell under like the paranormal, like the 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 normal paranormal uh, column, but like, I don't know, there's like the story, and the guys out in the woods, and then the creatures at the end, and it's been a long time since I've watched it, but I remember watching it being like, wow, this movie was fucking fantastic. And I loved it. It was 2017 when it came out. I really liked it as well. I haven't seen it since it came out. Um, I don't really remember a ghost aspect to it. I could be wrong. All I remember, I mean, truthfully, the only thing I remember, I remember really liking it, but the only thing I remember was the awesome fucking creature at the end. (laughs) Yes. And that like in the woods when it was like, was it kind of like on fire? Yeah. It was like big and it was moving and stuff. Yeah. And it had like the, the little things coming out of the chest. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. Like very reminiscent of the thing ish. Yeah. But like gigantic. <laughs> yes. But like, I feel like the storyline had like that supernatural like element. And that's why I, I, I kind of had it as a hanger because that's that weird. It, is it considered it, paranormal? Is it considered folk? Folk? And, and I, you know what? And I, I see where you're going with that because I have one that's on my list for that too. Well, what is it? it it's Blair Witch. I, I thought about putting it on here, but I'm like, you know, I'm like, 
Is it a ghost story? We don't really know what the fuck the Blair Witch is. You never see it. You know, yeah. Well, unless you watch the shitty remake. Uh, no. God, so why do they have to do that? Because fucking Adam Wingard is a piece of shit who ruins everything. Uh, <laughs> oh, Adam Wingard needs to knock that shit off. But no, I Blair Witch was also is also on my list because I feel like it is paranormal. It's, I mean, she is, it's, it's like a witch. It's like, you know, like you hear the kids in the tent, the weird noises. Yeah. And see, and, and then she's possessing them. I think I don't I know, really like the ending is so amazing, but like they're down in the basement. Are they being possessed? Is she there? Like, obviously she's there. It's like, I think a, a term you said just a minute ago when you were trying to describe the ritual where you were like, is it folk horror? I think that might be like the best because this is like a a local folk tale, you know, really gone wrong. And honestly, it's a movie that's 99% just um, tension. <laughs> you know, like there's there's not a lot going on, but I love uh, I love every minute of it. I love that movie. And for the longest time, believing that it was real. I because, li literally would refuse to watch it as a child because I thought it was I thought it was real. Exactly. And it scared the shit out of me. And we even like my friend and I remade it like we had her own little camera. Oh, how have you never told me this before? <laughs> I thought I did tell you this. I don't remember this. Uh, yeah. I, I know you've told me you've made movies before, but I didn't know you remade the Blair Witch. OK, so Melissa. She was my my first friend when I moved up north. I love her so much. And she had, her family owns a farm. Um, and at nighttime, we'd take their camcorder and we'd get rocks and we'd put them in a pile. And then we would take like the sticks and tie them together. And then we just pretty much like reenacted the movie. And it was our friend Casey's face and then us screaming and running and her chasing us. And then like shots of me behind the tree, like standing there. Like I'm it just, I wish... Melissa, if you have these tapes still intact, like we need them. I need to post our movie because it's amazing. It's horrible. I, I, it's I mean, you, I mean, you just described how they made Blair Witch. So, I mean, ours is a little bit ridiculous, but it was just so much fun because you know it's fake, but it was it's fun to like take yourself there. No, absolutely. I I would love. I mean, I'm if you think I would, I would pick. I'm more likely to pay to to watch your movie that you made than I am to pay to watch most of the movies that are out in theater right now. <laughs> Seriously, because these movies are not, to me, they're not scary. It's like the basic generic phototype. It's just a prototype. It's just like, let's take this and we're going to change this jump scare. Like we'll change it to five seconds instead of eight. You know what I mean? Like the, it's nothing original. Yeah. It's all just kind of cup, cup, uh, cut and paste. Exactly. Um, do you have another one you have on your list? I don't know how many you want to go through here. I've got a few we can go through. Okay, so I have another one. And it's the, uh, I can never pronounce it right, the Gogium Haunted Asylum. <clears throat> I've never even heard of this one. Okay. Well, of course, it's a found footage. <laughs> of course. I mean, why wouldn't it be? The Gogium? Um, yes, Haunted Asylum. So it's like a a paranormal team but they're not really they're like fake and they go to places and they live stream and they end up going to this place and horrible shit ensues and it's 
so it's so well done and it's also a recent one 2018 it says yeah it's on tubi and i i if you want to watch something i don't want to say mindless because it's you have to pay attention to it but it's a fun watch and it, it delivers and scares there are subtitles so i mean that's kind of like deal breakers for some people but i i watched this not too long ago and i loved it well all right and that's another foreign film as well for you yeah. Yes. Well, you've got a very diverse list here. It's weird too because I've never really divulged too much into the foreign film aspect, but like Train to Busan climbed on my list for zombie favorite. No, all time favorites. Oh, okay, wow. Like that movie, you you watched? We talked about this, right? I've seen it a few times. I quite enjoy the movie. It's Man. I think I think it's it is a fair argument to make that it's the best zombie movie ever made. I personally. Yeah prefer day of the dead but i i mean it is it it is a if someone were to say that's the best zombie movie ever made or even that's my favorite horror movie i wouldn't be like you're wrong i'd be like no that's a fair fucking idea like it's a great fucking movie yes and like the i think i just broke my light i did <laughs> the way that they casted the cast and having to like anyway i'm not gonna get back into train of Persona, but <laughs> just like foreign movies in general have been blowing my mind i i think it, it it helps you know once you break the seal with like a a a a big great gigantic movie like that you know i you know there's a lot of other shit out there that you can see that's you know in from other countries if, if you're especially if you're sick of american cinema you know, it, it just it you if you got to grit your teeth sometimes. I don't like reading movies either, but you you want to see some crazy fun movies. You you know, go see Japanese movies, French movies. Korea is killing it with movies right now. Absolutely, and I was like, so I was on that I was on that side once of like I don't want to read subtitles. I don't, and I hated not that I hated, but I didn't enjoy dubbed because it just felt like so weird to me to have it. You know, some guy being like, oh, 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 oh. and then it's like the scene's done. Then I started watching it and I'm like, this shit, like Wreck. Wreck is fucking amazing. Yeah, Wreck is, yeah. is good. The I hate the, the American version. Uh, Quarantine. Quarantine, yeah. I hate I that. I do too. It's like, and they're they're remaking uh, Speak No Evil, which is a foreign film. And they're already remaking it. Well, I mean, that doesn't surprise They're also doing the train to Busan. And what, I mean, they're all trying to, I think once... Once the ring blew up in America, which spoiler alert, I'll just, just throw it out there now. The ring's on my list. Uh, um, uh, once the ring, and I do like the American version better than I think this is, I think it's better than Ringu. Horror fans come for my head. Um, um, but uh, I think that once the ring, like, you know, that movie came out and again was like a phenomenon, made a fuck ton of money. Then it was just all bets are off. Whatever, whatever that you know, uh, Japan is doing that's making great that that, that was big. We're gonna do it again because then the Grudge came out and it's been nonstop remakes since then. <laughs> yes, yes, and Ringu. I've never seen Ringu, so it could just be the bias of of uh, of you know seeing the American version way many many times because I really 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 like the first one. Yeah. Um, but I remember it was a thing. I've only seen it once, but like this was a it was a big deal. I mean, like people were the ring was big, 
And I remember like it was so big that I believe eventually when Americans figured out that it was a remake, I think Ringu even got a, a short theatrical run. But I know that all the video stores started carrying Ringu and it was always right next to Ring. So it was like, you know, if you like this, you might like this. So I remember me and my brother rented it and we took it home and we watched it and we were just like, holy fuck is this like nowhere near as good like and maybe it was just our teenage brains that weren't like you know ready for a foreign film but like it was in my mind the way i remember it it's like a noticeable like step down damn well i mean i'm i'm curious because i want i do i love the ring as well but i heard a lot of people say oh my god the original is so much better and now I see that it's on Tubi, so I'm like, I'm gonna be the judge of that. Yeah, maybe, maybe a rewatch is in time in time for me as well. But I think it's also it's just I love the I love the the American version so much. I think it's a it, it's also one of those movies that will always stick with me because it doesn't scare me anymore. But as a kid, that movie scared the fuck out of me. <laughs> Terrifying. I was that Sixth Sense scared me. Blair Witch scared me. It was those like those in that kind of same era like around the same time that they came out type of deal those movies scared me too but uh that would be mine the ring i had the ring on mine as well and i had some more but you know what we're at to two, the two hour mark we can talk more paranormal in another time or okay know, i think that's fair enough i i'm happy with the choices because i feel like um some of these movies don't a lot of people maybe don't know too much about them and to kind of shed a light on it. Because if you haven't heard of some of these, watch them. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go uh, watch host tonight. So you've already won one uh, person over, but yeah. And also uh, maybe if you haven't watched some of these in a long time, give them a shot. Let's start spooky season off strong uh, creature crew. <laughs> yes, we need to, we need to. And also too, like, I mean, if you have any suggestions for us, some unknowns that we don't know, throw them our way. Like yeah. leave comments and let us know because always curious what everyone else is watching and what they prefer around this time. Absolutely. Uh, Jordana, you got anything you want to plug anything going on over at a pretty killer podcast or anything like that? Well, I don't usually like do too much or like have to plug anything, but I'm doing something cool for Halloween. And it is, uh, I wanted to do a video compilation of people talking about what Halloween means to them. Um, not the movie, but like the holiday, um, memories, favorite candy, anything. If you don't celebrate it, like what candy do you like to eat? I just, I just want to put something together and have like the horror spooky community come together and I'm going to release that on Halloween. So if anyone has memories they want to share, send it my way. I will for sure be sending you a clip of me eating a big bag of Reese's. Uh, and don't say anything. <laughs> just be like. Oh. <laughs> uh, other than that, I think this brings us to a close. Are you, are you, um, I guess a like, rate, su share, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. Help grow the show. Tell your friends about us. Tell your enemies about us. Please. Tell people who, uh, you know, uh, tell people about Butt Boy, too. Um, <laughs> get the word out. Hashtag. Feature creatures, DTF, hashtag butt boy. Well, I'm sure John's going to be leaving comments because he started that before I recorded with Roz. So <laughs> I'm sure I'll get comments and I have to send you that trailer. Yes. Other than that, guys, I think that brings us to an end.
Bye. Bye.